Hello, and welcome to another edition of Talk It Out. I'm your host, Brandon Sams, the opinions editor here at the University Star. And this week, we are talking about whether or not the Olympics are important or needed. Um, And with me, I have columnist Libby Light and Chris Rivera. So we will start start with you, Libby. Why don't you um, give the audience at home your general opinion? Well, I honestly believe that the Olympics is kind of outdated and that there's so many bad things that come along with the Olympics that at this point, it's not really worth it. Like, it is 17 to 20 days of entertainment and it's great to flip through the channels and see, but I think at the end of the day, the home country suffers so much from like millions and millions of people coming that at the end of the day, like they really get the short end of the stick. Okay. And Chris, what about you? What's your general opinion here? I think that it's a tradition that should be valued. It brings the whole world together and a lot of nations come together to compete in the sporting event and there just isn't anything going on in the world where countries can meet like this and it not be about war or something to that effect and that's negative. This is a positive outlet and with anything that's like a sporting event it really kind of lets people forget about what's going on and like the problems that are in our world and let us come together and kind of bond over you know sports. All right, and um, Libby raised an interesting point about how the home countries suffer from this kind of international event. Um, what do you say to those kinds of criticisms? I say it, it can be a valid point, but at the same time, for it's a sense of pride for the home country in one respect. In another, you have a bunch of you know people coming for this event as well as people in their own country that are coming to this event and putting their money into the economy of the home country. As I think as long as it, the host country is ready to take that on and it's chosen well, it, the stress that's put on it is more than it can handle. Mm-hmm. And uh, what do you say to that, Libby, about uh, Chris talked about how it, it also brings some kind of economic stability, at least um, for a short while for the countries because you have all of these thousands upon hundreds of thousands of people coming to this country and spending money for hotels and um, restaurants and putting all of this money into the economy. While I do agree that there is, during the time that all these people are coming, the, that short amount of time is great because people are staying at hotels, people are eating food, people are buying souvenirs, you know, like it's helping out all these local businesses. But when all those people leave, there's like 32 huge new stadiums set up where nothing, they're just in the way, you know? And then like the government has to pay to either upkeep or demolish them. And that is just more money being taken away that could be used for to help poverty, to help schools, you know, like it just, it lingers on for them. You know, these more problems keep coming. And in your column, you you talk specifically about the Sochi Olympics and how um, that was such a detriment to that community. Um, And detractors might say, instead of doing away with the Olympics as a whole, why not just um, relegate the entire um, festival, if you will, to um, communities that can withstand that kind of commitment and have the resources to properly finance it and where it won't um, 
kind of create destitution in the community. What do you say to that? Well, I think the cities that could take on all these people, like um, more, I guess, more rich cities, so like say London or say, you know, New York, New York City, they could take in all these people. But the thing is, there's already so many people there that adding in 8 million more people for 20 days, like that's so many more people, like just imagine, you know? And so I feel like even in Austin, when we have South by Southwest, you know, it's like a huge you know, disaster and a huge headache for everybody. Like imagine that, you know, like times 50. And Chris, um, in, this was kind of a point of agreement between you two. Um, in your column, you specifically talked about how the location of where the, these current Olympics are held in Brazil, um, how that's that's the issue, not so much the um, the the um, the Olympics in general. Can you kind of explain what you mean by that? Yeah. So Brazil itself has a lot of issues that are causing the low ticket sales of that they're experiencing right now, which is some of the issues that some people might have with the Olympics. And like we said a second ago, we can move that to richer locations like London or New York or something like that. And most of these would go away because it would be stable enough for that. So the population issue, I think um, at least the uh, countries and the cities that are deciding to host the Olympics, they have ample time to prepare for all of this. So I think if they step up to do it, they should be, um, they should know that they can do it. Now in Brazil, I don't think that's the case. And there's a lot of factors that kind of came up later on that made it so, that made it so that it didn't, um, it didn't like, they can't take it as well. But even with the population issues that you were talking about earlier, Libby, um, we we could move it the Olympics to somewhere else maybe that still has money, but maybe doesn't have such high population to say London, New York, Austin, or such pivotal places like that. Maybe, you know, it could be near Austin and some of these areas here like San Marcos and stuff like that that don't have that big of a population. And then there wouldn't be issues because the money would be here, the stability economically, politically, and, and all sorts like that would be here. And then, you know, population wouldn't be so much of an issue. Um, and, and I want to go back to the point that you made about how um, places have ample opportunity to prepare for, for events like the Olympics. Um, but you did mention Brazil, and they, they had that kind of ample opportunity, but then, as Libby pointed out in her column, with the Zika virus, which pretty much came out of left field, and then um, and then uh, one of the government officials being, what was it, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Impeached. Impeached. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> what are some remedies to those types of situations that come up when they are preparing for the Olympics to happen and then things like this happen, which may impede the progress of of, of um, continuing uh, preparing for the Olympics and which has resulted in, you know, only half of the tickets, if even, being sold. This late in the game, it w- the solution I would suggest probably wouldn't work. But earlier on, we've had a few months of um, political and economic strife where they could have I think the international community and everyone involved in the Olympics could have come together and decided that it should be moved because of all the things like the Zika virus and 
the impeachment and all the other issues that Brazil's having if it comes in like it did with a few months um, in advance, then at least there should be talk about um, some movement to, I guess, an emergency movement to some other location. I think that would help remedy what is happening right now. And on top of that, I saw this with the the uh, the scares with terrorism and how big of a target is painted on the Olympics. A lot of help from other countries, like I believe I saw an article from Israel talking about how they're helping and international organizations are helping um, loan them equipment and personnel to help protect them. Other countries can loan them support in the way of staff and money and loans, stuff like that to help remedy the problems that they're having right now and kind of help uh, stabilize them, I suppose, in an effort to make the Olympic Games enjoyable for everyone. Um, so kind of going back to the point that you made about moving the location, um, what Libby touched on in her, her uh, column was about how much these communities invest in um, erecting stadiums for uh, the Olympics and, and just pouring a lot of money into making sure that it goes on without a hitch. So in this kind of scenario where you're saying that a potential remedy would be an emergency migration of the um, of the Olympics, um, but what if communities have already, you know, the town in question has already poured a lot of resources into this festival and erected, you know, um, Ten stadiums across the across the country. What then? Um, what happens with all that money? At that point, if they can't, you know, keep the and the case that we had to move it because they couldn't support what was happening, then I, it would have to be a loss because they can't support it. But then, in that case, it also goes back to what I said earlier with um, other countries helping them out. So if they poured this much resources in and it's not enough, say just in economics, um, the other countries could come in and help them in that regard, and that may remedy it. And I think that that's an interesting point that Chris made about um, kind of having this concerted international effort um, to fund the Olympics. Um, Libby, do you think that that would be a remedy for the problems that you see with how it, it is, it can be so damaging to communities? Yes, I, I could see that for sure helping because I think once a country volunteers to be the home um, country for the Olympics for that year, I think they are really putting their neck out and it's a lot of stress for the whole nation in order to pull all these resources together for you know a few days. And so if it was more of a group effort, then I definitely could see that helping. And before we wrap this up here, uh, do y'all have any final words? Do have any of you changed the other person's mind? Y'all think about things a little bit differently? Let's start with you, Chris. Um, I think the only point that I hadn't thought about that she brought up was taking down the stadiums afterwards and the upkeep and all that kind of stuff and how that happens. The only thing I could say to that is, I guess, it still has 
still someone's doing it, so they're still making some form of job. So it's not a complete loss to have to tear it down because you know you have to contract construction companies and stuff like that. But it is an interesting point to what happens afterwards. I remember at some point seeing something about the ghost town that is uh, the Olympic stadiums and the villages they made for in Russia for their, the Olympic uh, athletes, participants. So, and just the fact that it's just sitting there completely abandoned, and that's kind of an issue, but. All right, last words, Libby. I believe that if the Olympic Games were canceled, that would be devastating, and I, I really do believe that that's a terrible thing because it is fun and it's great to see all these countries get together in the opening ceremony. You know, so many people love to watch it, and so it would be heartbreaking to see it be canceled. But at this point in time, I feel like there's just so many negative things surrounding it that kind of almost why bother. But I think maybe one of the things that could help would be to spread the events out. Like maybe say the Olympics are in this side of the country and, you know, ice skating's on the other side or, you know, like maybe if it wasn't right in one, like core of one city, then that could help. But. I don't know, maybe they don't want to do that. So it's just a suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> suggestion from Libby. Yes. Um, well, unfortunately, that's all the time we have, but the conversation continues. If you uh, feel so inclined, you can leave a comment at our website, universitystar.com, or tweet us at universitystar using the hashtag TIO. Till next time, I'm your host, Brandon Sams, signing out. <laughs>